sing. I can sing, but I don't sing. See, if you if you was an R and B artist, I tell you, just drop that as an album. Like an album called SNS. SNS, yes, <laughs> fire. Girl, keep playing. Be like her, but it's really SNS. <laughs> <laughs> SNS, just drop. The, I can already see it right now. You just be crooning over some. Um, um, I'm trying to think of an artist. You know what? I, for some reason, I think you. If you was an artist, I think you make music like um, Rihanna. What? What? Yeah. I, I would think more like um, like a Janae Aiko kind of music, maybe. Like, I don't know. I like Rihanna. Honestly, what is Rihanna music? Because she, like, she switch up so much. Oh, yeah, she's time. versatile. Yeah. So, like, who, who you just mentioned? Um, Janae. Janae Aiko. I can never pronounce her last name. It's like, I say Aiko, but I know it's supposed to be like Aiko or something. Aiko. I just say Janae. I said just say Janae. I'm avoiding last names, too. To the death of me, <laughs> but God, Rihanna, she's very versatile. Like she can drop a dance hard record, then she can drop out of nowhere and drop um the sad ass love song. It's um okay. she's I don't even know this anymore. <laughs> I don't want to be the reason why. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, That's my, by Rihanna. Yeah, it was by Rihanna. Every time I walk <laughs> out the door. I can feel a little more inside. Come on, damn! I don't know if that's by her. For that real. is by her. Oh my god, bro! Like, don't, don't you? Have, you don't make me sing the whole song. I can't sing. Are you looking it up right now? <laughs> of course, I'm looking it up. <laughs> Dead ass. I put a reread. <laughs> like I know. Um, damn, you, you, you wildin'. You know this song when I play it. Play. You know Apple Music. You can look uh, lyrics up now. I got Google. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got Google Music. Remember this. That sucks. <laughs> it's called Unfaithful. You know um, the song. Yeah. So, like, so, I didn't really like this song. You didn't what? Nah. No, this, no, this is my favorite I song by really Rihanna. Like this. I ain't rock with diamonds. You tripping. I'm what? tripping? What? Oh. You're beautiful like diamonds in the sky. That is a banger right there. Like, what? Do you know how many, like, endorsements she got from that song? Like, everybody was using that song. That's, this song made me cry when I was in middle school. That's why I ain't like it. It's too sad. What? I feel like Rihanna, she's not really the type of person that needs to be making sad music for real. Like, I mean, she does. She really, first off, she's like the, she's like, she's like Trey songs in the sense that she talk about a lot about sex. Let's be honest. Kind of, but I see her more so as like similar to Drake in the way that she likes to switch up her style a lot. I could compare her to Drake more than Trey Song. You know what? That's a great comparison because when they're on songs together, they work really well. Exactly. Which is wild. Like, oh, nah, nah, what's, what's my, my name? name? Oh, nah, nah, what's, what's my, my name? name? <laughs> no, that's actually my mom's nickname. That was a banger. Like, that was a banger. That was a banger. I used to hate him listening to that song with my mom because she's dead ass, because that's her nickname, Nana. Oh, wow. So, like, every time that song came on, she said the song's dedicated about her. And she gets so annoyed. <laughs> 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 it gets so damn annoying. I'm like, oh, and she used to piss me off, cause especially when Drake used to say, um, right. um that line, um, I'm about to quarter past six. What's the square root? The square root of 60 something. Is it's eight something, something right? I knew exactly I'm about to work it out. And I just look at her like, please. Yeah, because he be. <laughs> He be fooling on that song. Oh, please. Uh, can we talk about how mothers, when they with their children and they hear like these these wild ass songs, they do they troll us on purpose. Like when Planes came out with Jeremiah and J. Cole, mm -hmm. when J. Cole was talking about, so bitch, you want to put it in her mouth. My yeah. mom used to stretch that shit out long as hell. <laughs> Just and give me this look. Like, I know oh you hate God, it. I used to hate when that song came on around my parents. I felt so uncomfortable. Yeah. I oh. hate when that. 
stuff happens. Oh my God, you'd be like, so big, you wanna. I'm like, Mom, please stop. Dog, she used to be singing that junk. She used to, she don't sing that song, she don't sing Jeremiah part at all. But when soon J. Cole part come on, her favorite song in the car. She um, turned it up the radio, screaming. putting down the window. She's like, um, I'm like, come screaming. on, don't do that, please, mom. <laughs> Why do mothers do that, man? They be just be wild in front of your kids. Just like, trying to be funny. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, my mom hilarious, but like, don't no, don't do that to me in the car. Like, <laughs> I'm already uncomfortable. I'm listening to a song about sex. And I'm like, with like, your mama. Oh, like it's like when a movie come on and a sex scene, like mm-hmm. you watching the movie and a sex scene come on, and you just like you watching it. Your mama looking at you to make sure you're not watching it, and if you is, they looking at you like. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. Heck and you yeah. just and you looking at your mom because you're not you're not trying to like act like you and you actually like the shit. You like uh, trying to look away and stuff. <laughs> See the good thing about me is like sometimes usually like when me and my mom watch movies, we'll watch a movie with my little sister too. And so like whenever it's a sex scene, we'll just skip it because my sister's twelve, so I don't have to like go through that weird little process or anything. Oh, see, that's smart. You know what? Things I can't do that. My little brother, nineteen, so <laughs> so y'all gonna have to like. Yeah, watch. so we just sit there, weird as awkward as. That's when my brother is the type who says a comment after it happens. Mm-hmm. So like after sex, and you're like, well, it looked like he did it right, and I'm just like, bro, <laughs> why did you have to say? That? You have to talk about the man putting it down. Like, like, like what's Ew. wrong with you? Like, my brother's just wild. Can't wait to go back home. <laughs> I thought he was signing it on there. But welcome, welcome to the Culture Report. Sock, Fosse, you're listening to your esteemed host. Let me be a little, let me have a little ego right quick. Oh, <laughs> to, to the Culture Report, I'm your host, Stevenson Altador. And I'm with my lovely co-host, reoccurring co-host, who's been here, what, third time already? Third time. Ooh, come on, give it up. Man. She, <laughs> she dealt with my wild on this awesome message. That's what I'm talking about. Sage. Hey, y'all. I was going to say the last name, but I slowed down a little bit. Sage Sanders. <laughs> That's what we was talking about with the last name. Tell me, guys, come on, y'all can't tell me Sage Jones don't sound better, dog. Like, no. Yes. He thinks that my name, my last name should be one syllable. I don't. I don't yeah. rock with that. Come on, do you know how many I'm bars? I'm straight with the two syllables. You know how many bars name? rappers could come up with Sage Jones, dog? No. Sage Sanders, it, it goes together. It flows. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> I know what the people do want to hear. What's that? What you got planned for next year. Okay. We about to talk about that right now? I mean, we going to talk about it Either way. in the beginning and okay. the end. Like, about to get it out there. Okay. So, um, basically, next semester, I will be starting my own, my very own podcast. Woo! <laughs> um, I haven't come up with a name yet, but as soon as I come up with it, y'all will be the first to know. I'm going to post it on all of my social medias. Um, and you can actually follow me on social media at Sage with five E's and two underscores. I'm so sorry that my name is so complicated, but I'm I'm working on that too. Common. But anyway, um, <laughs> that's my Twitter and Instagram, by the way. Um, but anyway, the podcast will be basically surrounded around black female problems. Our problem, not only our problems, but you know our issues. Um, we're gonna talk. About, we're gonna give tips for black women. We're gonna talk about mental health. We're gonna talk about relationships, of course, and everything else. I'm gonna. I'm still coming up with all the topics, but 
trust me, it's not going to be just your average podcast. It's really going to be dedicated to um, empowering not only just black women, but women as a whole. And I'm also looking for guests to come on the show, men and women of all backgrounds, all races, all genders. Um, if you would like to be on the show and give your perspective, please hit me up because I don't, I want the show to be surrounded by, surrounded around black women, but I want to get perspectives from like all different sides so if you are interested in being on my podcast please let me know and I'm gonna figure out something some episode for you to um, be a part of so yeah that's my only announcement that was I'm really so stay tuned everybody I'm super excited I'm excited no we are all excited (laughs) I've been told you since day one after like the first episode I'm like yeah you need her to come up with your own shit like like, we we need to hear your voice Way yes. more. Oh, uh, thank you. And <laughs> next semester, we about to have some very great shows for you guys. Oh, yes. Got Sage I'm here so coming excited. up on you know, podcast. My show's coming back for season two. You know, I can't yes. leave. I can't leave the people like that hanging. <laughs> like, who am I to do that to y'all? I love y'all. y'all I don't think some of the best moments of this year. We doing eight, like of this year has been when random people come up to me or, like, text me mm-hmm. and that they'll listen to the podcast. Yeah, that's That shit, saying. and they tell me that they love it. That shit makes that's me like feel such so a good. good. Because it's just me. It's just like your hard work is being recognized, yeah. you know, because you do put a lot. Steve's been put a lot into this podcast, y'all. Like, I just want to let y'all know this I'll is not a, easy work, okay? No, I put a lot of work in, especially behind the scenes with what I'm dealing with. <laughs> Still trying to find a co-host is hard, but I come here every week for you guys because you motivate me. Can't let y'all down. Can't let nobody down. Got people depending on me. I'm glad you listened to this. I'm so. Oh God, I'm getting emotional. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I won't finish this episode. Oh Jesus. Boy. <laughs> but next year we will be back for season two. We'll be bigger, better than ever. I have a special concept episode coming up. Not the first. Still planning it out, but trust me, it will be an episode that you've probably, you've never heard before here in Central Michigan life. So check that out. It's going to be exciting. But as a year of a whole, 2018 has been pretty good. The ups, the downs, every year. That's I life. mean, that right. Like, that's a given. Every year is going to have the ups and downs. That's why I honestly hate when people, like, you know, like at the end of the year when everybody get on Twitter, like, oh, my God, this year was so horrible. Yeah. Like, every year is going to have some ups and downs like it's very rare that you find someone who has who's had a perfect year and you know what's crazy like somebody that we really thought was gonna have a perfect year was Cardi B oh that's no it's not perfect oh god yeah look her her year was perfect for her a year minute, started off strong you know what if we was to give out a top the top rappers or artists who what mostly rappers who had the best year in general, Cardi mm-hmm. B's up there. She's still up there. Yeah, oh no, she's up there, period. She, she just, yeah. today, the Grammy nominations came out. Mm-hmm. She beat out J. Cole for a Grammy nomination wow. for Best Album of the Year. I'm not surprised. Her album was fire. Her album was fire. I was just shocked she beat out J. J. Cole didn't even get nominated. Dang. It was. That's. That's wild. That's wild. Because K.O.D. was good. Fire. It's, it's, my, it's my top five album of the year. In my top five. It was. Um, Cardi B Invasion of Privacy mm-hmm. Nipsey Hussle Victory Lap which I'm so glad Nipsey Hussle finally gets some recognition he can rap like he from the rest coast 
He be talking. I, I like Nipsey. My dad is a big fan of Nipsey. He's he's been putting in work for years, like dec a decade at yeah. least. He have been around for a good minute. And he finally got a grant. Now he even get. I don't even think BT recognized his album. He got a grant. He went past that. I'm not that. surprised BT. <laughs> we already talked about that here. But he got a Grammy nomination, mm-hmm. Mac Miller Grammy nomination for swimming. That's um, that's, that's valid. P- Pusha T, Daytona was also in there, and okay. Travis Scott, Astro World. Obviously, who was J Cole going to replace? Kod. I would say Pusha T. Woo! <laughs> I'm sorry. I've been seeing that. I thought everybody loved the album when it came out. It was okay. Ooh. It was okay for me. Oh, so you never liked you was never that big of a fan of it at I all. I was never a big fan of Pitch T for real. Like, never. Damn. <laughs> I mean, I love Pusha, but He's I, straight. I'm not gonna lie, I don't revisit the album as much as I did when it first came out. Not nearly. I don't well, I don't really like him, but it's like KOD, that's kind of I I consider that a somewhat timeless album. Like I'm always go back and play some songs from there, like at least a few songs from there. Yeah, I won't say timeless because there's still some problems J. Cole has on that album. Like some of the choruses are kind of corny, especially um, Motivate. I don't really like, mo- he just repeats Motivate like a hundred times. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I know what song you're talking about, yeah. So it's like, not my favorite. Not my favorite, no. But then there are powerful songs like um, Friends mm-hmm. and no, not KOD, um, Brackets, where he's talking about mm-hmm. paying taxes yeah. and the government ain't doing shit with the right. taxes. It's just, it's a really powerful album, but I get why I didn't make it because Cardi B had, selling-wise, the best female rap album of the year. Definitely. I don't think she had the best female rap album. I think Rico Nasty had the best female rap album by far. You know what? I did not listen to Rico Nasty album, but I I want to get it to her because she, she seems cool. Like I, her, I like her dog. personality and everything. I love her personality. I love yeah. how she dresses. She wear wild shit and she make it look fire. Yeah, she do. Like, Talk. She do. That's my woman crush Wednesday. I ain't oh. <laughs> you know who I wish could have did better this year though? Who? Sweetie. I don't see that much potential in there. I don't. When Icy Girl came out, like that was so fire to me. Okay. Like that that song came out so strong, and she really didn't have nobody. Like you know, like she she was by herself for real. Like I mean, now yeah. she with Quavo or whatever, but it's like she came out with that song and that junk was fire and it was on somebody else's beat and people was like literally rapping that and I'm just like dang when's she gonna come out with another song and she and she got a verse on Cravo album that shit was yeah and she did she did she did okay song. she did another song with a, some a couple like high profile artists I can't remember who was on it cause the song was trash like it was trash but it did get a lot of radio play for, for a while but I didn't like it. That radio push ain't help. The song nah. wasn't good. So I really wish she would have did better. Because no. to me, I felt like she is a good rapper. Like, Icy Girl was sweet. But after that... But as mm-hmm. a whole, I would say female rap has definitely won in 2018. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Because, like, the queen has lost her reign on the throne. I wouldn't agree with that. You wouldn't. I mean, I, no. I, I agree with that. Never that. Look, I mean, we. I can talk about you, Nikki all day and have this debate with anybody all day. But... To me, this is how I feel. I like Nicki. I like Cardi. I like all all the female rappers, mostly, mainly. But I don't think that you could say that somebody got knocked off the throne if they've been, like, holding the throne for a decade. Because it's like, okay, she knocked off the throne, so who who on the throne now, Cardi? Ain't nobody on the throne. The throne is empty. It's just that she got knocked down off it. That don't 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 mean she can't reclaim it. But before this last year, female hip hop was 
Nicki Minaj and nobody else. Right. So when she was talking her hot shit about her sons, it was facts because there was nobody else even close to her. Like, exactly. Rashida was arguably the second best female rapper. She's on Love and Hip Hop getting cheated on Kurt for the 15th time. <laughs> exactly. Like, th- when you talk shit like that and, and there's no competition against you, we, we of course, it's believable. Right. But then there was a second person who came up, someone who didn't, who we never expected, came up and got a number one record before her. Can't ask when people started the um, the comparison. Mm-hmm. And now, look, I get it, because you are right. New rappers, new male rappers can come into the game and not be compared. Yeah. But there are much, and, you know, it's kind of f***ed up, but there are much more well-known male rappers than female rappers. What are your top five albums of the year? Okay, so I wrote them down. Ooh. Um, I'm going to say my top five albums in order would be Hive Mind by the Internet. Mm. Last Day of Summer by Summer Walker. Mm. Astro Roll by Travis Scott. Mm. And I did say Scorpion. You really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Because um, I, I messed with a few songs on Scorpion, and I, I consider Scorpion as being a top five album because, for one, it did so good, and for two, I feel like not all of the songs on the album are timeless, but I feel like a few of them are like out songs that I can always go back to and like listen to and vibe to. And then I said Isolation by Kali, Kali oh, Ukis. God. How do you pronounce her last name? Kali, Kali Ushis. Ushis. Yeah. Oh, Isolation. Wow. That is a great album. Ooh, that's a phenomenal list. Yes. Wow. Thank you. So damn, I couldn't put this in order because it was really hard for me. You said your top five already. I did? Yeah, earlier. Word? You can reiterate if you want to. What did I say? I can't remember. <laughs> but you, you listed them for sure. No, I think I listed, I think I only said one of them. I Go remember. ahead, and so I like, remember. I said KOD is obviously in my top five. Okay. Um, Kid C goes Kanye West and, and Kid Cudi. Mm-hmm. Even though I do not like Kanye right mm-hmm. now, that not album yet. was really f- good, and it has a lot of replay value. And it's just yeah, it's it shows some, it's some you, good songs on the album for sure. It, it shows you the genius that Kanye West is and Kid Cudi, who hums better than a lot of these <laughs> raps. <laughs> Which is amazing. Which is amazing. His voice is just soothing. It's just so good. It's just ah, Astro World is definitely up there. Yeah. If I was to order it, it will be number one. Yeah. And I know that might sound wild. I see that. Because especially like I'm someone who loves lyrics and content. Mm -hmm. But man, that is that was a strong album. That was the most. That was the best produced album of this year. Yeah. Every beat banged. Yeah. Every single beat. There was now, not- Travis might be somebody that you could compare to coming up there with Drake. Oh, yeah, he is. For sure. He is. For he, sure. He, he, he's did, getting he up did there with popularity. This year, for sure. I won't say that. You know why? What? Because Drake is such a... He's such you love. You think go- he did better than Drake? If you talk, if, if we talking music wise, yes. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. But I'm talking about overall the package I no, brought up. Drake that Drake always yeah. gonna be because the world loves him. He just did yeah, a Spanish right. song. <laughs> Drake, Drake is more. I would say Drake is way more international than, than yeah. Travis Scott for sure. But, His brand, like Drake, the brand, like him as a whole, is way more powerful. Probably. But music wise, and but Sicko a part, large reason why Sicko Mode is so good is not only because yeah. the beat switch was. Insane. For real. It was especially how they did it. It, it ended oddly because when they went to it, you were still kind of waiting for it to die down for real. Mm-hmm. And then he did, and it just do do. You like mm-hmm. what? The 
And he came in with like the the most popular line of the year. Yep. Thirteen I took his Zan, thirteen hours to I land, had me out, out like, like a light. light, like a light. And then and then <laughs> like not only that, but the transitions between the songs. Oh, it like, was it was dog. real crap. The features like he had Frank Ocean. We don't know where the f- Frank Ocean been like, at. Where he came from? He, <laughs> he had two weekend features, and none of the songs sounded like. Yes. None of and them. And two of, um, was it Ray Swimmer or was it just Swaley? Swaley. Yeah, Swaley. Two he Swaley. He wasn't credited on, on um, Sicko Mode, but the next song he was. Yeah. And I don't think any of them were. Like, he didn't have no featuring or any, uh, I, anything. No, they're on credited. He just didn't put it on the album. as a cause, like, a Oh, lot, you say, like, like legally. Yeah, legally they're credited. Oh. It's just that he didn't put them on the album because, I mean, a lot of people do this. Yeah, um, it looked better like that in my man. And plus it's unfair because, like, Gisha, everybody went to Sicko Mode when they saw Drake. Mm-hmm. Or everybody went to those week, weekend songs when they see The weekend because right, everybody right. loves those artists. Yeah. So now that forces you to actually listen, listen to the to album songs, and yeah. it makes it better because then you just hear Drake come out of nowhere. You're like, what, what yeah. the f- No, Frank Ocean. <laughs> when you heard Frank Ocean, I'm like, what? 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 He got Frank on his boy. Like, it was cool to hear, it was cool to hear Drake for sure, but I mean, that's like, that was kind of exactly. not as surprising Crazy. as hearing Frank. Yeah, when Frank came on, I'm like, I just, like, especially how they play with his voice because they upped the pitch. Yeah. So I didn't, at first yeah. I didn't think it was Frank. Me either. I'm like, hold on, and is this what, him? But yeah. then, I know he does that on some of his songs. Like, he did that a lot on Blind, so. So I was, uh, and actually was, so like, it gives you a more, a better listening experience because you're not expecting that feature. Exactly. So then you just, oh, oh, the song oh, might not even be that good. Oh, they're they're going to drink. Oh. This is fine. Hey, <laughs> hey. And like, so like, it was, and I love that about albums. And then the production, I go back to it, was amazing. And, amazing. And the concept, he had a song concept about um, Stop Trying to Be God. That was- That's a, that's and did you see the video too? Great video. Great video. All his videos are amazing. He just even the promo video for the album though. Like, like the, this this the album project. rollout was amazing. The whole the project. album was amazing. The concerts he has a, a legit roller coaster behind him. He's riding on roller coasters. I love coasters. the whole concept, and then it's like it. The concept works because it's interactive. Like, you have fans posting on Twitter when they go to the concerts, like, I took a trip to Astroworld. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's all interactive. Everybody is, like, rolling with it. Like, the whole, you know, Astroworld kind of, like, yeah. theme. I really miss it. And the that. album really felt like a carnival in a sense. Yeah. Because not like it was happy and all this shit, but you... Throughout it, you had a lot of fun. Yeah. Every song felt like a different ride. Every Definitely. song where it, you one one song is the bumper car, the next song is the um that you know that pendulum shit that that they be on the ring of doom, <laughs> the ring of fire. Yeah, you got the roller coaster. Then another song sound like a, a a razor gun, like you know laser tag or some shit like that. <laughs> it's just like it felt like a whole carnival ride, and you done with the album, you like. Dang. I want to go back. Yeah. And he, and he did that. It's a long-ass yeah. album. I hate long-ass albums. He made me listen to that album every almost every week, like three yeah. times a week. Yeah. I would say I'm, I'm always going to at least go back to that album for some more years, probably. Yeah. Or I like, guarantee, because right now I still stand that Rodeo is his best album. Only because— A lot of people say that. It's, it's been out longer, and I've actually and I've been able to sit with it, and I get mm-hmm. the whole concept. Mm-hmm. I get exactly what he did. And I love how he executed it. Mm-hmm. But I won't be surprised by next year, or if not next year, twenty twenty, we say Astro World mm-hmm. because this is one of those albums. Al- some albums do have to grow on you for sure. Yeah, this is one of those albums. He doesn't have to drop an album for two years. He or three years. He this album's that good. We can let this shit ride for two years and be like, we don't need. I would like, give it two. Yeah. I, I, well, I give it two because today's music. Because mm-hmm. especially how people are like, all right, we done. I need some new shit. Yeah. But like, 
artists when you used to drop a fire ass album, you don't hear them for like three, four I years. Like, I feel like, but after 2019, I feel like his fans gonna be begging for something new after. after they already real. are. They probably are, but they, that's unrealistic. The weekend drop um that EP um my dear Melikani. Mm-hmm. You too. That that's was a really a, that's good EP. Another top. And um, people, that's not even in my top year. five. Sadly, it's not. It's Just not so much good either. music came out this year. It, it really, it really was. Like it was so hard to make my list. Honestly, it, is, it was. So I stopped at Astro Roy, right? So mm-hmm, then number yeah. four, the Hive. The internet is. Amazing. Yeah, no, my bad. Have mine. I said the hive. <laughs> yes, I've been fans of of the internet for years, like so long. I love them. I've I've loved how they've grown. Like you can tell how the album is like a little bit more mature Polish. than um, Ego Death. I really, I I still would say Ego Death is my favorite album by them. Oh, this is what we argued about in the chat. Yeah, we yeah. talked about that. Yeah. We talked about that. Ego Death is still my favorite album by them, but I really do like the you know sophisticated okay. you know vibe. Oh. Okay, so give your reasons why you feel like Eagle Death was a better album. Um, I mean, as a whole, I just would say that I favor more songs off Eagle Death than mm-hmm. Hive Mind. If, if like, if you want to know the simple answer, um, I feel like Hive Mind they kind of changed up their sound a little bit to be a little bit more sophisticated, which is cool. I feel like they were experimenting, and um, it turned out good. I just. I don't know. I didn't rock with all the songs, I would say. Yes. Whereas I can listen to Ego Diff all the way through and like not skip a song. I can see that. My my thing was, I said The Hive Mind was the best album. Mm-hmm. And I know that's kind of unfair because I just said, you know, the album Ego Diff's been out longer. Mm-hmm. And I've been more time to sit with it. But it was something about Hive Mind and how mature and how polished. Mm-hmm. Just not, Definitely. not their um, lyrics. But and or not even songwriting because that, that the songwriting did was also well polished, mm-hmm. but just them playing the instruments yeah. and making the beat and the music itself, the musicality, it was so beautiful. It was much more sophisticated. Like because I think about ego death is it sounded much more raw. Mm-hmm. Like when you hear some of the songs, like um um I'm get away very very first song. Mm-hmm. You you can really feel that drum hitting in your when you have headphones on or in the car. You can feel when especially when you get to the chorus. Yeah. You can hear a lot of those songs kick very high. One of my favorite songs on album. And they and they kind of stray away from it much more than in the hive mind. Mm -hmm. Well, like they have an original melody and they kind of experimented with it more. With either they change it up or add a counter melody or even play with the harmony and put it pitch or down or play at a different key. Right. They did that much more Ego Death than they did in Hive Mind. And the thing about what Ego Death so good is when they did experiment, it hit almost every time. Right. Like, it didn't sound so crazy. you like, what the f*** is this? <laughs> it enhanced the actual listening experience where you like, mm. <laughs> Doing the slow roll shoulders, <laughs> so you like that's fake face. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it does that with the Hive Mind. So it was more exciting album to listen to. With I, I can agree with that. I it, can agree with yeah, that for sure. I, I can do, especially the, with the anticipation of wanting them to drop some more music. Exactly. Too. So like that, it was much more exciting because it didn't feel as predictable. It was unpredictable in that sense that mm-hmm. they owed you. They was going to play with something. It's is if did you catch it, and if right. you did. Do you enjoy it? Yes. With Hive Mind, they stayed much more consistent. They didn't experiment as much. But the way they played the instruments was 
better, which is crazy because exactly. they was amazing already on the ego death. Yeah, there was. I would definitely say they got better. so good they didn't even have to experiment. They're like, hey, do you hear this melody? This shit rock. They kind of like, um, it's like the instruments are working better together. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, it's just the chemistry of the each the group members. The chemistry of the okay. music that they're making is better. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. okay, it like flows better. I feel like, and like one of my favorite songs on the album is "Come Over." Oh, that's a great song. That's I think I would say that's probably the best song on the album. I like no. "Come Over" and "Let's Come Together." What's your favorite song? Mm-hmm. No, actually, I'm like, hold on. Very last song. Oh, my gosh. Never mind. Scratch that. Scratch that. Hold scratch on. everything I just said. Hold, hold on. on is the best song on that album. Hold on does something to me. Dog. Dog. I thought I was the only one. It's amazing. I thought I was the only one. Because, it's, like, if I feel, like, literally, I'm, I'm not going to lie to y'all. If I feel like I'm getting anxious or something and, like, I'm getting overwhelmed, I will literally play that song and it will relax me. You know what? If y'all haven't heard this song, listen to I this song. I can finish that point later. So, like, listen to how smoothing the sound is. That's a guitar <laughs> you're hearing. Actually, two guitars. The, <laughs> one of them are being plucked. There's an actual term for that. I can't remember at this time. Mm-mm. But one of them sounds like they're being plucked, an electric guitar. And the other one's playing the main melody where you hear... Dun, 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 dun. And that's a piano, I want to say. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, there's definitely a pi- piano. And then Sid is just writing that melody... Like, listen to her voice. She sounds like she's going up and down with it. So whenever the, the piano gets loud, she's mm-hmm. going under. When it does that slight pause, she goes over it and have that dance together. Mm-hmm. Like you hear- And you can hear how the song goes up and down. Like, literally. And it's, it's such a beautiful song. It's a beautiful as someone, song. Especially as, as, as I, took, I took a music class over um, the summer. So mm-hmm. I got, I understood a lot of these terms. It's, mm-hmm. it's very basic knowledge, I, and I'm still learning more. But once I took that class and this album came out around that, when it came mm-hmm. out, in like J- July? June or July, because I remember I was still working. Came out July twentieth. July, yeah. July 20th. I just finished taking the class over the summer. I got an A minus. So shout out to me. <laughs> <laughs> I and I heard this is one of the albums I heard with this newfound knowledge, and it sounded so amazing that Man. musically, forget what she's saying. It's beautiful. Yeah. Like I'm playing this song at my wedding. And then her and then her voice is like just an addition. And then the beat drop and is I just didn't even an get addition. To that part. And then the length of the song is so perfect. Like I didn't, I didn't even get to that part. The beat drop? No, Sid's voice. Oh, Ryan, you can start playing it. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's, it's, it's a beautiful song. But please listen to that song though, because it's like so much more it's than a that song. song. Oh it's, it's really beautiful. But like Sid's singer singing is so much better on this album than Ego Death. And that's not saying she's a bad she was a bad singer on Ego Death, but you heard the improvement was so fast mm-hmm. you can't deny mm-hmm. it. She because yeah. like I won't say I can agree with that. I won't say she wasn't enjoyable to listen to. Because she was enjoyable to listen to on Ego Death. Mm-hmm. But there's something much more rich her about her singing voice. Her voice stands out on much Hive Mind. Way more. It's like it, on um, Ego Death, her voice kind of like blended with the with the band. You know, they, it, it, it matched was, the vibe. It, it matched the, right. It yeah. matched the band. It matched the vibe. And then they also sang a little bit on Ego Death, too, with this, her. This one? But with, with Hive Mind, like her voice just stood out. She tried different things. She experimented a lot. And, and what makes it so good is even with with their improved skills with playing their instruments, she's still in a lot of these tracks. I'm focused on what she's saying now than what the music is playing. That's because that's natural because that's because her voice is standing out. out more. So you listening to the lyrics exactly, and that's why I say 
Hive Mind is the better, better album. Because they improved so much, and Sid was a big part of that because she started standing out on the tracks much more yeah. than an Ego Death. Where there are certain yeah. tracks she does stand out. Like Getaway is the one I mentioned. I love that song. Yeah. The song with um, Vic Mansa, um, Got Go With It. Mm-hmm. Love that song. Special Affair. Oh, Special I, Affair is a banger. And the song, <laughs> the song after that... Um, Something Missing is a good song. Just yeah. Saying slash I Tried. Great song. Those are songs where she, where I feel like she was the forefront on that. I just gave you four. Mm-hmm. This is a 13-song album. I can I argue like about 10 of them. She's the star. Mm-hmm. That's a huge improvement. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you add the improved instrumentals, the improved, yeah, they, they didn't experiment as much. So it's kind of boring. And, well, I don't want to say boring, but bland. What, hive mind? Yeah, hive mind. Because they ain't spread as much. I you, feel like they you experimented. Don't have that, uh, they, not as much, though. Because, like I said earlier, Eagle Death, they played with much more. Because now That's their true. skills were so much better, they didn't have to play as much. That's true. So the the main beat, the main production, the main instrumental is already amazing. So you there's no reason to touch it. So that kind of makes it kind of bland. That mm-hmm. it, it seems. And the tradition, That's probably why I don't like all the songs. Yeah, and, and part of that is because the the day I don't say they, I don't want to say they sound alike because mm-hmm. they really don't, but it kind of becomes in the middle part of the album it kind of feels like one long song. You think like, so? Yeah, as far for example, um, next time it gets better with time. Lock with you, wanna be those three songs. They kind of they're not bad in any sense. Like no, mm-hmm. they're not bad, mm-hmm. but they kind of feel like one mm-hmm. song because they that it's transitioned so well in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's not. That interesting. I can see why you would say that. And I don't listen to the songs as often as I probably should. But the first seven songs in the last two are just, especially Hold On, that's a great way to end an album. Yeah. Like, I'm being, like I'm, literally. That song's getting played at my wedding. I don't give a f. I'm so bad. <laughs> That song is seven minutes long. It's, my, it's long, but like it's the perfect length. My wife is gonna slow dance with me for seven minutes. I don't give a f- the whole time. With her heels on. Nah, great song. So that has to be in my project, and that's why. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like I'm right, but Ego Death is amazing. If you haven't heard mm-hmm. of them at all, you wildin'. <laughs> yeah. You by wildin'. now, y'all should know who the internet y'all is. Wildin'. Like, if y'all don't know who they are, and it's something wrong with you. This album, my last album, was it was. If I was to rank it, it'd be number two. But it has nothing to do with what happened to the artist because I thought the album was amazing the day it came out. This was the first album I heard when World dropped and YG dropped. It dropped on the very same day. Mac Miller's Swimming. Mm-hmm. That is a beautiful album. So beautiful. He was rapping on beats that was not made to be rapped on, and he <laughs> made it sound so good. Wow. Small World, that's not a typical rap song. And he's just, you know what, can you can you play that song, Brent? <laughs> yes. Brent. Great. It's a, it's a beautiful song. I haven't listened to the album. What? Yeah, yeah, no, you got to listen to the album. Stop playing. That's okay. a beautiful album. Beautiful album. There's a lot of albums that, that I feel like is I essentially about to that sw- I need to. The album is, is essentially about trying to find, not trying to be happy, but just trying to be content with, with life. And it's crazy because I'm a, I'm a big fan of him, I would say. He, I, I would argue, before he died, I used to make the argument he was top five. Wow. I thought he was better than both Meek and He's Big Sean. He's a great rapper. He was a great, great rap, great artist. I mean, what you waiting? 
just very smooth. It has this swing type of music where you just yeah. And he starts rapping here. Oh, actually no, I'm sorry. He just extends the chorus a little bit for right here. And I was at the mall when you're broke. I ain't gonna lie, I do that shit a lot. <laughs> Window shopping, low key, be fun. Right, it's okay to go to the mall if you broke. Been the call. I might have fall. I might have call. Scan no. Rest in peace. Yeah, I rock with it. I rock with it. And he just starts rapping on this beat that's so soft. It's just a guitar, mm-hmm. a drum. This reminds me of, of um, Kendrick Lamar. Um, mm. I want to hear this one. That's gonna get you killed. That song. I don't know where that song. Um, it's it's on his. It's on damn. Damn. Mm. Oh wow. You talking about God? Um, not my, maybe not God. No. No. This so sorry. You can stop playing it. But it is. But yeah. It's it's a little similar vibe to so, like, Kendrick Lamar. It's a it's a beat not really made for rapping. You, I guarantee you a lot of people who hear this beat will either make a R&B type song with it mm-hmm. or maybe even a pop an alternative rock song with it. Yeah. He made a whole rap song. And he had bars on there. Yeah. He was not the type of rapper who had to rap fast as shit to act like he could rap. Mm-hmm. He took his but time. But he still can. Oh he, oh, he can still rap fast. He had a song called Program where he where he kind of double times and it's fire. But he didn't have to do that because he actually had, he said like five words and all them shits hit. Mm. And the album, the whole, the, 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 the album was just like not trying to find happiness per se, but trying to avoid drowning. Yeah. Just swimming against the tidal waves. I rock with it. And it's just it's it's a concept that I didn't get until after he died because I just liked the music, mm-hmm. and then like all of a sudden I think it was on my fifth sixth listen it just hit me like that concept is much more realistic and much more attainable mm-hmm. than I mean not saying we should never strive for happiness because we all should that's all life yeah if, if there's any meaning in life that's the meaning right there strive to be happy true but. Don't strive to drown. Don't settle to just drown in yeah. the constant waves of depression, anxiety, what life always throws at you, the unpredictability of it. Just swim with the wave. Just wave with the water. Wave. Uh-uh. We're going to move on because you're <laughs> fooling now. <laughs> oh, it just hit me like, oh, there was a picture of Dwayne Wade in the water and some dude was like, um... Um, if some if, if the Pope hole try to get me, I'm gonna be like this. It was like wade in the water, so you had to say it wade. Yeah, I saw in that. The <laughs> Twitter be wild. Twitter like, is so funny. Oh, we had to talk about this though. It's gonna get kind of sad. What the deaths? Yes, I wrote that down. That's it's we be- have to talk about the deaths. It there were a lot of deaths. 2018 was in not, 2018. It was not like, a good year for for deaths, man. Was not a good year for um. Deaths in the music industry. R.I.P. to my great granny dog. I miss you. Yeah, she did pass away. So sorry. Yeah. It's cool. She in a better place. But yeah. But it's been a sad year. Anybody who lost anybody, I want to send my condolences to you all. It's it's hard. And condolences for like if you lost your, you know, favorite artist this year. Or even a pet. Oh, God. Um, oh, God. Yes, that too. Because I don't know what I would do. I don't know what I'd do if I lose my dog. Honestly, if you lost your pet this year, like, I am so sorry. If I lose my dog, I'm fighting the world. <laughs> I don't know what I would do if I lost I'm my dog, honestly. So, but yeah, so we had X. Yeah, little Peep died in, in January. Yeah, that was, 
this year. Little Little Wapo died the same day as XS and Tashion, a Pittsburgh rapper. Mm-hmm. He was shot. And then, then a, a Louisiana rapper died too. Um, Young Moolah. <sighs> he made that one song. Yeah. Um, what was it? No, not Young Moolah. Oh God, it's Young something. It's but something. the song was called Moolah. That's... And we talked about it on one of the other episodes, and I know you remembered the song. Young Greatness. Yep. Young Greatness passed away. Yeah, he was shot and killed. Terrible. Mac Miller, yeah, he overdosed. If you listen to Detroit rap, um, a few Detroit rappers died too. Yeah, this I know, uh, this year been I ain't gonna lie, man. This has low key been shitty for for talented young people yeah. dying, especially in the hip hop industry. Yo, man, it's just a lot of people were saying this is like nineteen ninety six and ninety seven when Tupac and Biggie died. It is a lot of people dying. It's a lot of people dying. And it's just crazy because XX and Tashia's new album Skins just came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't heard it. Uh, probably. I mean, I will eventually. I'm just not looking forward to the album. It's why it, you say that. It's essentially a, an album full of demos mm-hmm. that's never that were never completed, and we would never know the, the vision he had. Yeah. And I just don't like how. I mean, I get it. You have to make as much money as you can now, but I feel like. X was the type of person, I don't know him personally, but I feel like would X seem like the type of person who he wanted his legacy to be long lasting. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, I think you should hold on to his music for at least a year or two yeah. before you start releasing it and not try to make a album, then announce a documentary film. Because now you just seems, I'm not, I don't want to make it seem like it's a bad thing. They have the right to make the money mm-hmm. that he's worked for and mm-hmm. you know his family can live off of. Right. But, I would much rather see them hold on to what he's earned or what he has and make it build up the worth, then drop it, then drop right now. If you drop everything he has right now in this two, three-year period, there's nothing to look forward to. They were five, probably um, afraid of people forgetting. No, we I never think forget. so. I, I, I think that some people would forget about him. Like, if you really think about it, he had a strong fan base, but it wasn't that strong. So It was more hardcore than big. Like it was a hardcore fan yeah, base. Yeah, he had he has a lot of faithful fans and diehard fans, but his fan base is not that large. So I mean, like, there's always going to be that you know wanting to get everything out now, now, now. That's that, just society that, right now. That kind of makes it worse though, because it does. yeah, I'm gonna hear your name for a couple days, but as especially how music comes out now, mm-hmm. with like eight albums, like legit, there was like. It was Ski Mask, the Some God album. Um, it was last week. Who was Meek Mill album? Mm-hmm. And, and Meek Mill has another great year. I mean, he started off trash because he went to jail for some mm-hmm. bullshit. Yeah, he, but he ended this year off He great. got out and he he went in. Do you know somebody said on Twitter, what if uh, Meek Mill is a reincarnation of Martin Luther King? You no, know, it's someone who ever said that I need to shut the f- <laughs> So... <laughs> <laughs> that is so crazy. That's wild. You know, don't but you know people that. be saying that they look alike. They do, though. I'm not going to lie. They do. They do look alike. They, they do. They do. I don't know if so, I would go that far, though, I to say that. I don't that far, no. <laughs> But, like, there's so much music being dropped that we, like, there's so much albums that we expected or excited for that drops on the same day. Heck, yeah. That, yeah, I'm going to listen to your album maybe for a week or two, mm-hmm. but I might not listen to it next year. 
Right, I listened to it a year before. If you hold on to it, it builds up the excitement, the hype. Like, yep. That's oh true. my god, Matt! I feel like they should I, hold on on that documentary. That I think should hold on like, all his property at least for a year because they haven't dropped any. Like, oh god, I don't want to compare it, but mm-hmm. Mac Miller passed away. Mm-hmm. You haven't heard any songs that he's been held that he worked on. Yeah, any dark series that's being worked on. They just. They let his legacy speak for itself, ride with the fans, and the fans are That's just true. rocking with it. Yeah, like you can't. And, and if they do drop something, even if it's like next year or in two years, we still gonna mess with that. Yeah, you know? and it's gonna feel much more genuine, genuine. because, like, yeah. we know, especially now. I understand Mac has more music stash. Yeah, because he actually has a whole album with Pharrell that he never dropped. Oh, shoot. It was called Pink Slime. It was supposed to drop in 2014 or 2015. He put it away because he felt like he he wanted to make another album was trying to be Good AM. But he Mm -hmm. made a whole album with Pharrell that did not come out yet. They need to drop that. He has allegedly when he was making Swimming, I want want to hear that album. I've been a Mac fan since he dropped um, Kids. Yeah, it was Kids. Mm -hmm. And and I, when I heard that album, um, when I was reading a blog, I'm like, holy hell, that shit, Pharrell don't work with just anybody. Nah, he don't. Not, That's not, true as hell. He don't, and he didn't just do a song. He did a whole album. That's actually legendary. So if you do a whole album with, with Pharrell, Pharrell, like the only person that's ever really like made that much music with Pharrell is like Snoop Dogg and Jay Z. And you know what's crazy? Mac Miller had the clout to say, I don't want to put it out. It's <laughs> just stash it. Like, he probably how, felt like it was special. That's what I'm thinking. So how, how, like, it's probably, probably is. How the name Mac Miller, <laughs> who just dropped his second album, going to look at Pharrell and say, We going to hold on We going to hold on to <laughs> And Pharrell going to be like, All right, cool. All right, man. Like, what? <laughs> what? That's crazy. And, and uh, the, um, it was a report when, when Swimming was coming out. He made like three to five albums worth of music and that period between Good AM and and swimming, mm-hmm. so he and I and I just gave you another album. There are potentially seven to six to eight, maybe even ten albums of of Mac Miller music we have yet to hear. Wow, that's not counting the features. There was actually a feature of Young Thug and Mac Miller was supposed to be on the song. Wow. One of Young Thug homeboys played the song by accident on his Instagram story, and you can hear Mac Miller's voice after Young Thug was done saying wow. what he had to say. So we not so. This, so <laughs> We, we not, we, we, I'm not even just going to count um, his Mac Miller own songs. He got features we haven't heard of. Yeah. A song with Young Thug, that's like some shit I would never think of. Honestly. That's two old different styles. Two old different. But and you know, it probably worked. And the song, the song sounded amazing. Wow. So like, he has all this stuff. They could easy, he has so much, they can release one right now and mm-hmm. they have good for another 10, 15 years. But they're just like, no. We going to sit on it? We gonna let that legacy live. The fans go every. I listen to a Mac Miller song every day now. I mean, I used. To, I mean, I. I won't say I used to did it every day before he died, but mm-hmm. like, I, Mac Miller was one of my favorite artists. So once mm-hmm. a week, I listen to a project or something by him or a song. Now, every day, I'm listening to a song, and that's a lot of people because this is how that's fans crazy. mourn. So I'm just saying, like, there's a better way to go about it that makes. That actually have a positive impact because there's no positive impact when you die. There yeah. is none. There's not. Let's not. Let's not act like there is. When you die, it's it's, it's done. It's yeah. you. Whatever you was meant for life is you done it already. It's crazy. So, but one of the positive impact of an artist is that their their work can last lifetimes. Mm-hmm. 
And I think and live on. And I think they're blowing it for for, for X, X to talk to talk to you. And, I but I think that. we would never forget him because I want to get back to that point because he was murdered mm-hmm. tragically. He just went to go buy no, a motorcycle. Yeah, no, I don't think anybody's gonna like forget can, his death. Oh, forget him! But how I think he died. people, if they do, continue to keep dropping stuff so fast, I think people are gonna forget. How special his like music was and his talent. He was yeah. He was talented. Yeah. He was the most talented artist in the game by far. He can make any music kind of music he want, and it sounded amazing. He was good. Like if you take away, I'm, I'm taking out what he what he has allegedly allegedly been accused of doing. Mm-hmm. What he's been. Yeah, we talking strictly music wise. I'm even taking out the pitchfork um, audio that they obtained of him even saying what he said. I'm going to mention it. I'm talking about just as music-wise, by far the most talented. By far. He could Out of everybody? Most talented. He could watch any—if he was able to reach his potential, he'll watch everybody. I don't even know. I don't know if I would agree, He was that talented. But he, I would say that he's definitely super talented. Because, like, Moonlight, I love that I song. I love that song, too. There's a, I'm, I have, I've never heard a song like Moonlight before. I haven't either. And I can listen to that song all the time. It was a great song. I mean, I've heard songs like Sad before. But it was something the way that he emoted, that way he was singing that mm-hmm. showed emotion, that mm-hmm. vocal emotion. I'm like. That's true. That's one thing about him that stands out. You could feel the emotion in his music. That's definitely one thing about X that you can't take away from him and that you can't get from everybody else is you definitely can feel his emotion in music. And that's so important. That's that's similar to like what we were saying about Sid. Like being able to feel her emotion in her music, that's so important because you feel just that much more connected to the artist. And that one made, um, I'm I'm not comparing him to to this artist at all, Mm -hmm. but Billie Holiday, Mm -hmm. what made her so special was how she invoked emotion with her voice. That's true. You heard it. The strains of pain when she was singing on the apple tree. Yeah. Like, you heard that. That song. That song put you in tears. You heard every single. Even, even if you've heard it before, like, just that song will put you in tears every time you hear it. You felt everything that she's been dealing with. And yeah. if, if she hasn't felt it, she was speaking for a whole group of people, black, black people, people in general. You felt everything. She became like a voice. You know, that song that, that a, song has lived on. People have sampled that song. Kanye, Kanye like I think it's the most famous sample right now. It's a legendary song. And yeah, I would say the, the most famous sample is definitely probably from Kanye, but that's definitely a legendary song. That's one of them songs that's like forever going to live on just because it and, was that powerful. And like I said, I'm not comparing him as an artist to Billy Holiday, but mm-hmm. just that it's similarities to, to evoke that kind of emotion, yeah. rapping and singing. By the way, that's special. Yeah. So we lost a lot of talent this year. We did, and it's you know it's sad. We lost him in various ways: gun violence, mm-hmm. um, overdose, Macmillan and um, Peep accidental overdose. Mm-hmm. Um, all types of stuff. It's just. I, I know it's kind of hard, especially as young people, because I think our biggest fear, besides not being successful, is dying early. Especially um, young black people. Oh, yeah. Because that's that's, a, that's, that's a, always in the back that's of our minds. That's a reality for you us. You know, I learned something in um, it We talked about um, black women and how black women are, like, so much more, um, like, the probabilities of women, black women having struggles through birth is like so much greater than white women. Yeah. And it doesn't even matter. Like it, money is not even a factor. Like you could be a college grad 
black female, successful, have a family, and you're still like 10 times more likely to have a premature child or have struggles through birth than a white woman with um without a high school diploma. Yeah. And it's about like the factor that it is not even money is stress. And they did a study on black women and white women and they were asked, how often do you think about your race? And black women were like, every day, once once a week at least. White women were like, never. Oh, yeah. I, I can't remember the last time I thought about my race. Yeah. So that's another thing. Like, it's it's crazy to see like so many people who they look who are being looked up to dying from just all types of things like drugs and gun violence and it's it's just crazy. Like it's just another thing that we have to think about. And you know, it's as young people, I mean, I can't speak from a from from a, a black woman perspective, but mm-hmm. I want to also add to your point. But um, I mean, it's probably the same yeah, with black yeah, men. Like yeah, we, same, black but, men probably think about their race black every women, day too. Which will be on Shay's podcast. We we'll talk about. <laughs> Check that out. You know, you, know, you know, I got you. Know, I got you. you know, I got you like that. Stevenson, stay shouting me out. So, I was going to add that. Um, the mortality rate for black children when, when they're born mm-hmm. um, for single mothers is, is higher than mm-hmm. normal. Um, single mothers household is the poorest group in America. They make no money. Mm-hmm. Like they struggle the most. So like the issue, the struggles that black women deal with or especially young black women who see this, they read this, they, they get educated on it. They see this. Oh, it's just daunting because you're like, is there ain't no way to be f- Happy, yeah. <laughs> and or successful, then, or actually live yeah. life peacefully. So a, and for me, as you know, as, as I, my biggest fear is to die before I even reach thirty. It used to be twenty one, mm-hmm. so I, I'm one. I'm one move past one year past that. Yeah. Now I'm afraid I won't even see thirty because based on how everything's especially going with on everything right now. going on right now, like not even just fear from the police, but like fear from random people who might just. Who just say fuck it? Start shooting people who like just that. Say, you just That's might get my, stabbed out of nowhere. You know. Yeah. Or or even like with me being a woman, like one of my biggest fears is like sex trafficking. I I, I could get taken it, at any which time. Which become a huge issue. A huge. It, it's always been a huge. It's always issue, been but huge, it's, but it's, now it just got spotlight and just like. I, I think we never knew how big of an issue it was until recently. So many people, and that's it's crazy because, and it's not our fault because it, it just hasn't been talked about, but so many people for so long thought sex trafficking was only something that went on outside of the country. No. Meanwhile, Atlanta is one of the largest sex trafficking industries in the world. What? That's wild. Atlanta, Detroit is growing, Chicago's growing. Like all of that stuff is like happening under our noses and so many people didn't know about it. Like huge numbers, billion yeah. dollar industry in Atlanta. Yeah. You know, I know I stay away from politics. Actually, I'm lying. We don't stay away from politics over here. <laughs> but um, I I want to see a bigger crackdown on sex trafficking in 2019. Definitely. Shout out to Ashton Kutcher. Oh yeah, yo, he's because he like literally stopped his whole career. Hey, low key, I'm I'm low key gonna piss some of y'all off, but the 70 shows is better than Friends. Oh so, my god, I will back you up on that 100 percent, bro. Shit, that 70 I'm, show is 10 times better, better than, than Friends. Friends. So. I hate Ten friends. Time. I don't even. What? Uh, Netflix, they can take Netflix, friends off Netflix. Dog, you know I'm so mad. People was complaining about Friends and Netflix rebought that and shit. And they bought but it when, for so much money, like when, um, what? A hundred million. A hundred million dollars. <laughs> they canceled the Get Down after one dog, season. I was so pissed because they it cost too much. Down. 
I was so pissed. That was a great Low show. Low key, I could have been he- hella petty and pull out the race, race car. You can definitely pull <laughs> nah, out the race do car. I won't do that. Won't we do we that. don't even have to go there because that's a given. Like, everybody already knows. Like, we no, don't even no, have to do discuss that. that. No, I won't do that. I won't go there. <laughs> in, in the sense that the people... When people that people who complain for the show when we want it back we didn't get it but friends, boy, Bro, let, that let's Twitter, why people complain that, about their friends. That Twitter they outrage was back. wild. <laughs> they were like, oh, y'all want this that bad? A hundred million? Do you know they only pay like I? I read the article. Oh God, it was not close to one hundred million. It wasn't. I think close. it was. Fit, I think it was like twenty, twenty twenty five. Yeah, so I was they, gonna say I know it's like at least so they one more than doubled. Lives. They more than doubled. Yeah. Of what they pay just to keep it back for one year, mm-hmm. and they won't have it past twenty twenty because AT and T is coming is planning to have their own streaming service by twenty twenty. Mm. So you did pay all that money for one year. When when, when friends gone, I go get AT and T streaming. This. All I know is they better not take off the office. I These white people better fight for the office just like they fought for friends. I look, swear. Look, they gonna fight for they that. said that they were gonna take it off in January of twenty nineteen, and I'm still trying to see if that's gonna happen. Because I feel like a lot of people are starting to like watch The Office more. Yeah, so, a, a lot of people. You need it, to watch it. The social, look, I try to get away. I don't know. I tried to watch, to watch the watch first episode. I got bored. Don't don't judge it from the first like the first three episodes. Just keep going. I'm telling that you. That's what everybody tells. I was I was feeling the same way. I'm like, uh, I don't know if I like this. See, because I but have if, a rule. Once you get to know the characters, bro, you're gonna think it's hilarious. I have a rule because I always give a show three episodes before. Nah, keep going. Before. I, I say I'm, I'm gonna keep it or I drop it. So you telling me the first three episodes are whack? It's, it's like I would say like once you get like at least get into the middle of season one. Yeah, I would I, say give it that. I heard, much. I heard season one wasn't that good. It's really at that, man. Season three is the best season in, in the office in my opinion. But you I'm, could you could even I wouldn't recommend this, but you could like there have been like times where I've shown people random episodes and they like fell in love with it off that like my roommate I showed her a random episode of the office and she's been watching it ever since uh, then I saw one episode of Parks Parks and Recreation it was a random episode and I, I started watching that show and that's actually pretty if funny if you like Parks and Rec you would love The Office Parks and Rec is a is a off brand version of The Office God literally damn. you can't see all that but <laughs> oh my god but we, 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 also, we, we know what else happened in 2018 what you tell me. <laughs> um, marijuana is legal in Michigan. Oh, that's oh, that's y'all shit. I don't smoke. I know that. I told, I've been told you that. I'm a clean body. I don't drink or smoke. It's, I mean, I think that. Y'all, y'all lit. It's a good thing. Oh no. Oh, you know what? Young people won. You know what? Yeah, you're right. Young people won 2018. I I feel like that. I feel like our voting will came out really strong this year. I'm so sh- y'all shout out. out. Shout out to the y'all. millennials. Shout and, out to y'all. Yeah, because we really did good with voting this year. Like our our voting rates went way up. Like way up and minority voting and like more. even though people you know they tried to uh, suppress you know, the vote suppress yeah. the vote a lot I'm doing a project on that right now Brian Georgia Ka- Brian Camp I'm looking at you dog I ain't forget about dog. you they yeah. did Georgia so bold yeah I read a dog there were voting polls where none of the machines worked. Oh, yeah. And I'm, some no, of the I'm machines, doing a whole project on that. I actually wrote machines, a story about that. Really? Yeah. It's going to be in um, Char's mag. Shout out to Char. Shout out to Char. Anonymous mag. Ooh, it's so dropping um, this month. We dropping. Damn, we giving everybody we, a we, shout out. Yeah. Char is actually going to be on my podcast, too. So. Oh, see? Shout out to Char. See? See? See what happened when you listen? As yeah. long as you do, man, you get a little it's a nugget lot of right people. there. Just 
how about just shout out to all of the minorities at Central because a lot of us are doing a lot of big things like the fashion show. We got photographers. Oh. Shout out to Square. Square oh, Dan- Productions. My dog, Daniel. Woo. Like, hit up camera. Daniel Square because he is like a great photographer. One of the fire, best photographers the on this campus, period. He's only a sophomore. So, yeah. I know. Yeah, it's, it's, it, that, that shit trips me out. He young. Have you me. seen the fashion show um, promo video? I did. That shit was shout fire. Shout out to OBU's fashion show. That was like, fire. That's, when is that? In February? Yeah, it is. I plan on going. So, you know I what? don't know who did the promo video, though. I, I went to interview before around January. I went to interview someone who's like the leading member of OBU mm-hmm. uh, for the podcast. So we can talk about that. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, I might, I might need to bring them on for my podcast. Yeah. People was Remind really like, people was, <laughs> you're talking about what else uh, happened? So much happened shit. What else people um, were like boycotting Nike and all of that because of Colin oh, yeah, they were burning shoes and shit. And burning just, like, clothes, burning shoes. They, were, they stocks went down for like a day and, and like a week later they, they were higher than they ever been. Yeah. So Another thing I talked about was the net neutrality scare. Still it's ha- still happening. Yeah. It's still happening. I still get texts about it because I signed up for the thing. You did. But when when it, when everything was going crazy and all the people was like on Twitter going crazy about it, but that, that junk might happen. So y'all need yeah. to be paying attention to that too because Look, it'll probably be a vote. Yeah, have that to pay attention out. to. I never know how to say this face. I mean name, but he has the weirdest face in the world, and he walks weirdest around. Weirdest face. Yeah, he's no man. Is he, he a politician? He, yeah, I mean he's not a part. He's a lawyer, but he's the head of the FCC. <sighs> Yeah. Oh, the look. He he, <laughs> he walks around with this big ass Reese's cup mug to seem relatable to people. Really, he's a lawyer who worked for who used to work for Verizon. Oh wow, really? Yeah, and he got he got anointed to position as the head of FCC. What's his name again? I don't know how to pronounce it. I really don't. I just Hygiene Pie. Okay. Yeah. So hopefully I'm saying that right. Please don't kill me. <laughs> but like, yeah. So anyway, he's the head of the FCC. He used to work for uh, well, telemarketing companies, telecommunications companies. Mm-hmm. I'm being correct. And essentially, he lobbied for their policy because they want not just um, Verizon, but a lot of these cable networks who are losing money now in mm-hmm. cable because people are cord cutting. Yeah, They want to get their money back somehow by controlling the Internet. Mm-hmm. And, and they're starting to because I know like even with um, like our Wi-Fi, I know at home at my parents' house, their Wi-Fi bill went up just like off of streaming service. Like they started charging. Yeah. For different things, so like now the Wi-Fi bill is like literally almost just as expensive as cable. So yeah, it's like they have to get their money back because we because we cut off cable and we just did streaming, and yeah. now the bill is basically the same. So, so it's like, they have to get their money back somehow. Yeah. So on top of that, they also want to slow down if you don't pay like premiums or mm-hmm. charge more to get faster internet and have access to more websites. Mm-hmm. So like they have the right to throttle you up or yep. down based on what you pay, what website you're going on. And it That's could be difficult because so one that. company, you could be going on Twitter with no problem and the other Wi-Fi network, that shit taking three minutes to load, like you got DSL and shit. Uh. So it, it's a problem. You know, it's not a scare. We still have to, we can't, just because it's not in the news no more doesn't mean it's not happening. Right. So, you know, we still got to be- Still pay attention we gotta to that. We got to be on top of that. Because like- Now we, is the time that we need to be paying attention to to policy and oh, yeah. unfortunately uh, you, politics you know, more than ever. This was, there's very little, little civil linings to the presiden- presidency of Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. But if there is one, is that young people- are paying more attention to politics yeah. than ever before. I would say that is the only silver line. 
You can't see and, that. Yeah. And when we vote him out of office, y'all better not go back to how y'all used to be because oh, no. we still need no. to be voting. I don't think I don't I don't think that would that would happen anyway. I don't because think so either. Especially the people younger than us, they are way more politically active than okay. I was their age. Man, I was sixteen. I was still trying to play basketball. Yeah, pick and, up. <laughs> I think <laughs> like, um, they, social media it. had a really big positive effect on that. You know, with the Black Lives Matter movement and everything like that. Um, I think it's brought us together if anything if anything that social media has done positively it's brought the black community and minority community together and and young like young people as a whole brought them together to you know help actually so advocate it's just it's just that's the silver lining right there young people pay attention more we know better we go out and vote especially as young people we had to see the effects of 2016 so we had to go through something traumatic for a lot of people to actually say, all right, this is not a joke. I should have voted for some a bottle of Hennessy or Harambe. Or Harambe. So people took this seriously. They got educated on it. And look, I don't care if you left or right. As long as you voted and you registered to vote, I'm happy. I don't care if you left or right. I pro- I'm sorry. I don't really care. Because, like, the <laughs> thing is, I, I, I don't want to force a viewpoint, essentially, on here, even though my viewpoint is well known. Mm -hmm. But I just want people to go out there and get their voice heard. Because this is the one... That's the most important thing. This is one of the few ways, especially as young people, we get our voices heard. As long as you're not being disrespectful, though. Yeah. Because you can be... You can believe whatever you want. Everybody can be educated. Anybody can get educated. It's okay Mm -hmm. to be wrong. It's not okay to be ignorant. Right. That's the thing. That's the overall lesson. Not an overall lesson of 2018. That's one of the key lessons in 2018. Mm-hmm. We ain't taking ignorance as an excuse anymore. Yeah. If we tell you not to say a certain word, don't say it. If we tell you a fact and you still go back to making a, a wrong statement, don't say it. Like, we're not taking yes. that kind of ignorance anymore. I've never understood. I'm not even going to call nobody out, but I've never understood the obsession that certain people have with saying one word that people have been asking y'all not to say for so long. One little word. See, you, you, I know what you're talking about, but I'm just going off in general because there's other words that groups of people are it's not okay with. It's hella other words, words but yeah. I'm talking about that one word, bro. I really want people to start working on that. I think people have started working on that, actually. I, read, I was told by a friend that there was a kid here who's from the UP mm-hmm. a couple years ago. And he used to say, he used to call black people colored. Oh, for real? And she didn't. She wasn't aware that that's an outdated term that's really bad to oh, say. Because wow. she's, she's probably only seen like, what, one or two black people. Yeah, I'm not surprised. In the UP. So, it's, so when that happens, I'm, it's kind of hard to blame her because she really doesn't know mm-hmm. any better. But when she was told better... She stopped doing it and understanding why and it was wrong. Fine. And that's all that matters. That's all That's all we asking for. Like, know that you're wrong. Yeah. And don't, and don't do try it to again. argue. Don't yeah. try to argue. Don't try to. It's okay to ask make questions. Sense of, it's okay to, make, to um, ask questions, but don't try to combat. Like, yeah. that goes for any anywhere. Anything that somebody may feel is, you know, offensive to them. Because I know, like, if I hear people say the N-word around me, I'll say, can you just not say it around me? Because, honestly, I know that, you know, people going to say whatever they want to say when they're in the privacy of their own yeah. homes or around their friends or whatever. Yeah. But I'll just be like, you know what? Don't say that around me. Yeah. And if you, like, if you're too ignorant to respect 
somebody asking you to do something like that, whether it's about race, whether it's about gender, whether it's about anything that they don't want to be called or they don't want to hear, then there's something wrong with you. Yeah. I, that's know, disrespectful like at, that. in this day and age we should be way more conscious about and way more considerate and way more considerate because we're we're supposed to be a melting pot yeah. aren't we we're so supposed to be able when, to cohabitate look when people tell me not to say a word around them I don't say that all around them, period yeah. just that's just respect but you know that's a heavy that topic. should be common sense now yeah we should end this lot. episode 2018 happened. So much happened. We probably even touched on all of it. Definitely didn't. But it's okay. <laughs> How, but let's talk about personal. This is one. Of the, this probably is the last thing. Personal. What's the best? What's the top three things that happened to you in 2018? Or what you're thankful for? Top three things. Or five. Hmm. Or one. Actually, I prefer five. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Because you sound me, like you got a lot. So I let me think. It. Um. At minimum three. All right, let me do that. I would say um, I got to meet one of my, I wouldn't say idols, but one of the people that I really look up to in my field. Her name is Glenda Lewis. If you're mm. from the Detroit area, you probably know who she is. She is an anchor on Channel 7. So I got to meet with her. Um, I got to visit the station and see how it worked. She was, like, real inviting for me, and she took me out to eat. So that was probably one of the top things. Um, another thing was, like, making money over the summer, um, being single over the summer. I feel like I kind of really uh, got to know myself more and figured out a lot of stuff about myself. I feel like I grew a lot over the summer. So the summer as a whole was a top thing that happened for me. Um figuring out what not for me. Uh, <laughs> figuring <laughs> out what my what I wanted my major to be and figuring out my minor, um, which is entrepreneurship. If you don't already know my major is BCA. Um and taking my first entrepreneurship classes over the summer because I do help my mom run her company. Um so yeah. Just exploring new things. Well, I think I said three things. Working. I mean, I think a, I already said that. Yeah, I mean. Okay, maybe it's my cool. life is boring, but you know, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, traveling, working, right, um, right. making new friends. Oh my god, making new friends. I made so many more friends this year. So many more good, genuine friends. Yes, shout out to Stevenson. I met. So many great people this year. That is definitely a. That's probably my top thing mm. that I would say happened for me mm. this year. I met so many people like networking wise. So many people at school. I had a real like kind of like a struggle last year with my roommates and different friends. So definitely this year was the year of creating like some lifelong relationships that I think I will have, and just spending time with my family and growing, getting older. You know, basic stuff like that. Uh, I got to go to New York for my birthday. So that was, I mean, summer was lit. Like, all of that stuff happened in summer. I, I went to New York with my cousin. That was lit. Yeah, so, yeah. Good little year for Good me. To be, now, what are you looking forward to, to 2019? The most, the thing you're looking most forward to in 2019? Um, the things that I'm looking forward to in 2019, um, just continuing to grow. Um, I won't be a teenager anymore. I will be 2019 and 20. I will be 20 in 2019. So this is my last year. You know, 
technically being a teenager, <laughs> I know I did. That could have been fire. Yes, I know, right? I could have. If I really would have thought about it, I would have said it a better way. Yeah. But skipping over that, get getting to know more new people, networking, um, starting my podcast. I want to see if I can try to start a um, chapter here for NABJ. Oh, National Association Black. for Black Journalists. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I want to yeah. look into that. I don't know the aspects of that, but I want to look into that. Um, oh, that's a goal. That's a goal you just. That's gave a, me. that's definitely a goal. Okay, okay. definitely okay. a goal. And traveling, I want to go to Florida. I want to go back to Florida. I really want to travel a lot more. Get some internships out the way. Mm. Just. And then hopefully um, continue to do good in school, stay on track, and then graduate. Well, okay. I don't graduate in 2019, but okay. stay on track to graduate. What about you, though? Wow. What I'm grateful for, first thing is I survived the year. I'm still alive. Right. That's that's big for me. Damn. Mm. <laughs> I thought I wasn't going to make it for various reasons. <laughs> um, I'm also very grateful for Brent, my editor here. Shout out Brent. Let's say something to the people, Brent. Shout out to Brent. <laughs> Brent is sick right now. Sorry. But shout out to Brent. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he gave me the opportunity to do this podcast on my radio show. Thankful for Taylor Dahl and Ellie. Um, Kaya. Yeah, Kaya. Oh, my God. I forgot her name. <laughs> yeah, shout Last out to name. them. For Last real. Name. For giving me the opportunity for MC Network. And Micah Kimberly. Yeah. My, uh, yes. Shout out to Mike. I mean, she cool. I mean, I mean, she is cool. I, well, I Mike told her like specifically that. helped me. Um, yeah. I got to cover my first um, music festival this year as well. That was another thing. And Micah Kimberly and Taylor Daw set that up for me. Yeah. She cool. She has her own website, um, her own clothing line, actually. I yes. forgot what it's called. So shout out to, to We're Forbidden. We are Forbidden. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I forgot about it. So, um, yeah, I'm grateful for the opportunity. I've met a lot of new people. Finally met Sage um, <laughs> this year. Um, solidified more friendships. Um, my grandma, my family being healthy. Um, just doing everything I said I was going to do and actually doing it. Yeah. I put that into action. I so feel that. I'm really proud of myself for all the hard work I put in because I know how hard I work. And I'm glad it's showing off. For next year, my one of my big goals of the semester next year to have a live podcast Ooh. with actual people sit in. That's, that's a goal of mine. That would be what's up. If it happens, I'm it trying happens. to be on here. If it happens, I mean, it will happen. <laughs> so when it will happen, it's going to be lit. When it does happen. It's going to be lit. Um, also, I'm pretty um, excited. My brother's supposed to graduate from community college next year some in the fall. So hope they get back home and actually see, watch, watch him walk the aisle. Continue to find something. Find my niche. Be a better person. Be a smarter person. Mm-hmm. Um, and just stop caring about what people got to say because if you don't say it to my face then it don't f- matter period that's all I'm gonna say <laughs> I was directed at somebody but I don't wanna say her name so yeah oh my god if you don't say it to my face and that's for anybody it don't f***ing matter what you say because if you can't say it in my face then you obviously a coward so it's cool I get it you don't have that ball, the balls to do it so I got to stop caring about that, and I will. I already started. And I got to stop trying to be p- p- perfect, you know? Yeah. nothing. There's no such thing as perfect, but I will be the best. And that's The best that's you can be. The best I could be. And the best will be number one. That's what I'm aiming for. It doesn't have to be perfect, <laughs> but I want to be number one. That's the competitive spirit in me. But, you know, thank you so much 
for you guys to listen to this whole semester. It means so much to me, so much. Get a clap it up. Yes, for y'all. Clap it up for congratulations y'all. to Stevenson for completing his first semester. First season. And congratulations for like going into the second semester with this, continuing this. Yes. Um, and Thank I hope you, you find um, your co-host. Oh yeah, I'm still looking for one. Yeah, yes. look, man, look. It, if it comes, it happens. I have. That's another thing that's gonna happen in 2019. Stevenson yeah. will find his co- perfect co-host, and we gonna take a nice ass picture. I'm telling you, this, bro. That's, <laughs> gonna, that's gonna be. It's gonna be dope. I'm tell, when I find that's a wrap, my. <laughs> woo. But man. yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for making us number one. Thank you for thank you for all you have Aww. done for us. It's I really appreciate every single one of you who listen to this podcast. Appreciate CM Life. I appreciate Brent. Appreciate Sage, L'Oreal Walker, L'Oreal Nix, Chance, Tinsley, Daniel Square, Shar, everybody who's been a part of this podcast and everybody who listens to this podcast. Thank you so much. And I appreciate you from the bottom of my heart. So, do you have any last words before we go into 2019? Happy holidays and happy new year. And everybody follow me on Twitter and Instagram and be on the lookout for my podcast, please. That is Sage with five E's and two underscores. Again, I am so sorry. That is such a complicated name. But yes. And just, I just hope everybody has a safe break and safe travels wherever the break may take you. Um, Just have fun. Spend time with the fam. And yeah, that's all I have to say. See you guys next semester. Thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> Thank you for everything you have done. Uh, you know, you can catch me on Twitter or IG. Just look up loyal, loyal as Haitian. <laughs> Just because. Emphasis on loyal. Lo- oh, of course, loyal. <laughs> Gotta put the emphasis. I'm still looking for that boo. But. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, just put up, just look up Loyal Ass Haitian on um, IG and Twitter. You find me. Um, you know, like I said, I'll catch you guys next semester. I hope you have a wonderful Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy holiday. No matter what you celebrate, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah. Today, I think it's the fifth day of Hanukkah, isn't it? Because Hanukkah started this Monday. I have no yeah. idea. So, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, started this Monday. So, happy I'm Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa, everything you celebrate during these happy period of, of the year. And I catch you guys next time. Berjune, if you don't know what that means by now, you've been slacking. But <laughs> <laughs> it means have a great day, and I truly hope you do. Until next time. Until next season. <laughs> yeah.